this nation has there are been. four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar. For lack of a better word. The late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Well, good morning, good morning. This is Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running and most respected money show on radio. I'm Bill Laco. Friends call me Dollar Bill. Friends? <laughs> well, friend, acquaintance. Somebody yeah. I knew once. <laughs> they called me. A, I see. They have a, Sorry, Bill. Yeah, Do you need a, a hug? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. That might be inappropriate in the workplace, though. It, it could be. You get a, get a sound of Paycom video for something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh. I strike that suggestion from uh, from the history. I, I never said it. Sorry. No, no. All right. Well, Jared, you you got some digits after your name, don't you? I got a couple. Yeah. What was a certified financial planner, CFP there, also a CWS, certified wealth strategist. It's a couple of things. A couple of things. I don't know See how not, far that gets me. I'm but, not that you know. smart, though. I'm just a CFP. Some so. people. And then, of course, even... we have you here, Troy. Uh, yeah. He's going to get a leg up on all of us. I just have two. It's, it's Ish, but you're deal. working on a third. I am, yeah. And then talking maybe, about maybe. going to get your doctorate. Maybe, yeah, maybe. You know. maybe. Overachievers, but I tell you. So I, I enjoy school. I like yeah. to learn. That's that's it. Save that. It's, uh, it's as much a hobby as anything else. But, hey, if it helps me at work, what's the what's the hindrance there? you got to keep a leg up these days, you know? You, you don't want to. Yeah, college isn't what it used to be. Just just the degree, unfortunately. Got to keep going. You know? Yeah, yeah you, you do have some. to keep going. There's yeah. no question about it. All right, so <clears throat> what, what, what's what, happening this week? Yeah, what is going on? Well, um, hey, the market's up. What's yeah. wrong with that? Uh, we gained more than one percent this week. Um, had a real big day for some of the smaller companies who've been dragging uh, uh, early on in the year. I think the first half we had a little over 6% uh, for the mid-cap and about 3%, a little over 3% for the small-cap companies, uh, while the S&P 500 was almost 10% higher. Um, but this week we did see uh, some good positives in the in the smaller company mm-hmm. stocks, uh, about 1% on uh, Wednesday. And why do you think that is? I, you know, honestly, I think it's earnings season. We're we're just seeing a lot of catch up in earnings. Um, if you look at what happened, those smaller companies took off much uh, stronger right after the election when the when the market went higher. Um, but they definitely took a breather between uh, January and probably May, and then uh, started started acting more like the S and P 500 on a daily basis. But uh, it is earnings season. We've got about 15% of the S and P 500 that's uh, that's reported. So uh, you know some of that's driving the action. If you look the overall um, the overall sales surprise has been 1.3%. Sales are up. Almost 5% on the S&P 500, the companies, the 75 of the 500 that have reported so far. Uh, and it's pretty smooth across the board. You look uh, 7% plus from uh, energy, materials, industrials, um, and consumer discretionary. You look at consumer staples, it was only up 2%. Uh, most of the others are in line with that average, the 5%. Uh, so you got uh, financials. Uh, information technology right up there with them. Uh, you look at, uh, like I said, sales surprise 1.3, sales growth 5%, earnings growth 9.15%, uh, pretty significant gains 
just in in the the uh, interim reports that we've seen. So uh, that's pretty much what's driving the market at this point. And I talked a lot about that earlier uh, earlier this year, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the last month or two. You know where we've seen kind of a, a stall, if you will, in the political side of things, where we thought regulation was going to be uh, improved, lowered whatever you care to call it, uh, sure. tax situation would probably get better, we keep thinking. Um, but the one thing that companies have been doing is earning more money. So uh, good news there. Absolutely. Uh, you look year to date, the S&P 500 is up 10.6%. Uh, Still being led by IT, huh? Oh, yeah, huge. 22.8% gain in information technology, healthcare. Uh, a eh, not so distant second, 17.7 percent is very respectable. Consumer discretionary is up almost 12 percent. You get to the other end of the spectrum, telecom, which had a great year in 2016, mm. uh, has fallen 14.7 percent year to date. Energy right there with what do you it. Think that is. Twelve and a half. Telecom. Uh, well, if you look at what's been happening, they're they're pretty sensitive to interest rates, uh, as are financials. Um, you know, financials are lagging the market at this point. They have led at certain times during the year, but uh, when you see what's going on with the yield curve, a uh, bit of a tightening between the two and the ten uh, year maturities, uh, it, it makes banks theoretically less profitable. Uh, it makes, you know, when you see see uh, interest rates um, decline, obviously the price in those uh, sectors tend to decline as well, giving Why them a the better dividend yield. So bad? Well, I, you know, if you look at earnings, they're up 0.93%. There's only about six or eight companies in the telecom sector anyway, uh, very heavily dominated by AT&T and Verizon. Uh, so pretty much what happens to the, to the two of those is... Are they, are they typically the pretty correlated with the interest rate environment? I mean, what's... They're, yeah, they're sensitive. So uh, any of the dividend-paying stocks tend to be that way. And yeah. um, when you see when you see uh, yields mm-hmm. uh, contract, then you see uh, see those those uh, prices uh, decline as well. So are we seeing dividend yields on the decline there? Or are they keeping I, them pretty consistent? Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen huge moves. Um, so I'm getting the same questions about energy. You know, they're staying still pretty stagnant. It had a great year last year, too, just like telecom. Yep. But it seems that it's remaining pretty low. I don't know where the price per barrel is uh, Well, the thing, the thing about energy, and I talk about this a lot as well, energy is a, a managed market. And I mean that by the, by the fact that there's a cartel in the Middle East, sure. o, you know, OPEC. They, uh, uh, when, when prices... Um, Fell starting in what was it middle of uh, 2014. Yep, fell exactly. through uh, early 2016. Uh, I think it was February 11th when crude oil prices bottomed, but they were well below $30 a barrel. Uh, what you saw was uh, it was it was an oversupply in the market, uh, basically by Saudi Arabia decided that they would just see. Um, where everybody's uh, break point was on price. Uh, the biggest thing they were trying to do is kill uh, the Bakken Shell, that western North Dakota mm-hmm. uh, oil field that was discovered after fracking uh, became a, uh, a, the new technology that became uh, so popular and, and allowed us to uh, tap into uh, previously uh, unattainable reserves. 
So, so we, have we heard anything new out of OPEC? I mean, where is the guidance as far? I mean, I know you don't usually get much out of the well, cartel, you get, right? But, yeah, it but, doesn't but matter what going? you get as far as the, the talking point. Quite right. often what happens is some of the companies come along and they have to, that's what they use. The country itself, quite mm-hmm. often, in fact, that was a deal with Saudi Arabia, is reliant on the, the price of crude oil. It's their revenues. Sure. Uh, and, you know, in order for them to, to stay afloat, they have to, to pump a certain portion out of the ground. Obviously, the, the price falls, they tend to pump a little more, which uh, exacerbates the issue. So, Well, do we have an expectation for that sector? I mean, uh, you know, honestly, I think if you if you thought about uh, equilibri- equilibrium pricing, where where uh, supply would meet demand. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's still somewhere around seventy bucks. But um, wow, yeah, I got to move up in oil though, right? Uh, well, since early bit. last year, but it's it's kind of it's pretty stagnant, wavering right in that low forties space, and uh, I, that's a lot of what you're seeing in the price now. We're getting better comps because it has fallen so far over you know a, a longer period of time, but um, you're still seeing uh, earnings are not they're, they're not what they used to be. And the problem is, and I was really surprised when we saw the big decline, is a lot of industrial companies actually rely on the, the energy space for uh, you know their capital expenditures flow right into industrials. Industrials were hurt pretty uh, pretty hard. They were hit pretty hard when uh, uh, oil crude oil prices fell as much as they did. So if but, you're looking forward, and I said to you, hey, your energy sector is down 12 and a half percent when the market's up. How much? Uh, almost 11. 11. Yeah. Okay. So that's a pretty big differential. It is. Yeah. And telecoms down 14. Oh, it might make me want to dip my toe in the water. Yeah, I I think uh, energy is probably more investable at this point than uh, than telecom so much. I, the biggest problem with telecom is the you know there's not a whole lot of growth there. When uh, when we saw cell phones uh, become as as widely used as they have been, we saw more growth there. But at the moment, you know, what but are you trying AT&T to build out? Buying, uh, they bought DirecTV, and aren't they buying? Um, they don't own CNN. Who's it? Aren't they buying? I, yeah, I'm not escapes sure. me at the moment too, Bill. But are you the head research guy? <laughs> I, Do we, I, mean, I, I got his phone got number. You want, call, Google, you want to call yeah, him? Say, what is the name of that company? <laughs> All right, just for that, I'm gonna Google it right now. All right, All you right, go. For it. Well, so let me ask you this, though, Troy. Let me ask you how, because I know Schlumberger, which is a company that we recommend for our yeah. equity income model. All services. How, exactly. Now, how can that be trading at the, out of all the positions in that model at the highest premium, as I saw recently, right. of all of them, yet this sector be doing so poorly? Well, I mean, I, you know, here's the thing. When Time you've got, Warner. That's right. Yeah. Time Warner. Yeah, I'm a planner. <laughs> I yeah. plan to bring my phone so I can get yeah. my yeah. Google. Siri. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you think my research series <laughs> might have uh, – well, you're not a planner. You're a, I'm, you're I'm a dart thrower, as we I, call it. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, got, I got a nice set I'm of darts. You want me to go but, get that? So, so at what point does AT&T no longer a telecom company? Uh, well, I mean, I don't see the the future without that for a long period of time. You think about what they've done. They've gone from like a landline-based right. company to it, they're more mobile at this point. But well, yeah, they're, but they're I mean, buying like, up. Yeah, they're buying up content providers right. and television and companies. And, that, yeah, and well, I mean, the internet internet provide has been provided for a long time by well, those. About Directv. Yeah, and a lot of that's delivered again by. 
you know, a similar situation. I we got Verizon at my house. Uh, you got Xfinity and, and all yeah, those, yeah. and it all yeah. comes through the same cable, and that's you see a consolidation of sorts. It's still not huge growth, and, but, and but, those businesses are not big. But in all profit. reality, they have them in the telecom sector, but at what point are they no longer a telecom company? Uh, well, I'll tell you like what happened with Walmart. You know, Walmart's a consumer staple at this point, and it seems like you go to Walmart to buy your jeans or right. hunting gear or whatever. Right. Whatever you're into, you can get it at Walmart. Well, they it's sell over 50% yeah. uh, food. of food, right. and that's why they get put into to, uh, consumer staples. Kind of makes so, you wonder why Amazon got into that business. I, I tell you, competition going on there. I don't know. I'm, I'm just speculating. Yeah, I can, I can, uh, I can speculate with you all day long about Amazon. Some of the things they've done lately have just been enough to make me scratch my head. Yeah, but uh, that's when you have too much money. I, well, yeah, I, you're getting away from your your uh, strategy, your yep. basic strategy, no doubt. All right, we're gonna stop here for a quick break. You listen to Money Talks. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.